0: this morning we are looking at forgiveness. So I've got a few moments and um, big subject and what can you do in in sort of, uh, we're going to look at a bit of a a film first of all to set the scene and then I'm going to spend just 20 minutes after that, probably a bit less, just sort of um, setting the scene and looking at the theme of forgiveness. So this morning we are looking at Forgive like Jesus. Last week, Mike shared brilliantly. I listened to his message on love like Jesus. This morning, it's forgive um, like Jesus. In Luke chapter 23, verse 34, well, a couple of verses I want to read just basically, Jesus said some incredible words. And um, it's at the point where he, he is being crucified and it says that uh, in Luke twenty-three verses uh, thirty-three to thirty-four reads something like this, depending on which translation you're looking at in front of you. It says, when they came to the place called Gol- the, the place of called the Skull, Golgotha, it says they crucified him along with the criminals, and in it they heard that Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Amazing that Jesus, um, at that most devastating, most dire, most awful, we can't even begin to imagine uh, that crucifixion was a terrible way of um, being put to death, both publicly displayed, humiliated, and then the pain that went with it. Everything about crucifixion was designed to humiliate, to degradate, to destroy. And in the process of Jesus going through that, I've read these words and I've moved on by them quite quickly over the years, as I've read through my reading for the year. Um, he emits this Amazing cry, these amazing words. Father, forgive them. Forgive those that are nailing my hands right now. It was going on. He was experiencing at that very moment. And as he was, he said, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Even on the cross, as it's actually taking place, as they're actually going through the place of of, um, the agony and the pain, He finds it within himself. Ah, It's incredible. Uh, the, The story that we've just seen there, how to find from within yourself the ability to release, to forgive, to not want to fight back, not to get uptight or angry, to look to destroy, an eye for an eye. It's phenomenal. It's incredible. It's miraculous in itself. But it's much more than that. It's the very foundation of our faith. At that place where all hell was literally breaking loose in the life of Jesus on earth, at that very moment, he finds within himself to say, Father, forgive. He's not struggling and fighting back and thrashing and spitting at them and cursing and saying, you'll be cursed and you'll be destroyed. All these things would maybe come upon people much later, but... He says, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. They're incredible words. They carry an incredible attitude, an incredible spirit, and an incredible life. And we're looking at the life of Jesus as a church, looking at how we can follow him and we can be more like him. And this morning, we're looking at this whole aspect of forgiveness. Jesus forgives, forgave and continues to forgive because he's alive. And so he calls us to forgive too. It's incredible that this could be taking place while they're nailing huge nails into his hands, excruciating agony and pain. And while he's being lifted up, manhandled, lifted up and placed up on the cross in all the elements for the world to see his nakedness and him to begin to bleed, to not only bleed to death, but the pain that racks through the body that goes with all of that. Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. I've gone past this verse. I've read it many times, but in the last few days and the last week or so in thinking about speaking, parked up and thought about it a lot more. You see, Jesus forgives. He forgave. And as he forgave, he now, uh, as he forgave those around him, he forgives us today. He's alive. He's the one who went to the grave and was raised to life again. He has the power not only to forgive then, but to continue to forgive right now. It's incredible, isn't it? Amazing. And he does that. He continues to forgive because of the resurrection from the dead. He is able and continues to forgive us right now, right at this moment. We can enter into his incredible love, amazing forgiveness. And so he forgives on that day, but he forgives us. We are able to receive that forgiveness. We are able to receive that forgiveness this very day. 1 John 1 9 says, The blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. 1 John 1 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. The blood of Jesus is able to forgive. You've not done anything too bad that God cannot forgive. The blood of Jesus Christ can forgive if we, we can receive his forgiveness. We're not too good that we don't need his forgiveness and we're not so bad that we can't receive his forgiveness. Either way, we can be forgiven. And today we may know and feel that forgiveness each and every day. Not only on the day that you became a Christian, but it says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. It will even make you feel clean, make you feel... Feel better, not only about yourself, about everything around you and those around you. You can feel forgiven by God. So Jesus forgives, we can receive forgiveness, and also we are to give forgiveness away. We've been given much, and now much is released from our lives as we forgive those around us. We receive, but we're also to give forgiveness. And... Um, Not only when Jesus comes on the cross and says, forgive them, we now can receive that forgiveness, as I've just read, but we're also in a place to... Because we've been given much and received much, now to give it all away. Forgiveness is not just something that God gives us so that we can keep to ourselves. Wrap it up and put it on the shelf and put it with our Bible on the shelf. But we wrap it up in our hearts and lives and then go and give it away to those around us. God designed us to be forgiven and to forgive. That's the way we're designed. That's the way he's made us, human nature, the whole of humanity. And so we can receive, but he also calls us to forgive. Give it all away. And again and again, Jesus will talk about this in the in the Gospels, about, you know, you're blessed, you've received, now give it away. If you don't forgive, you won't feel forgiven. Jesus would say this again and again. In Matthew 18, he speaks about this quite a lot to the unforgiving servant. He says, because this man didn't forgive the debt that the, the, uh, the debt he was given was forgiven. But because he didn't forgive another servant, he was locked in jail. And then Jesus ends that story in Matthew chapter 18 and says, the way in which you forgive, you will be forgiven. If you forgive much, you'll feel forgiven much. I mean, if you don't forgive, you'll end up in jail like the servant that did not forgive. We are designed to be forgiven and to give forgiveness away. It's not something we can keep to ourselves. Amazing story that we just saw of the, the youth pastor and the young fireman that, that crashed into his family and killed his wife and baby to be born. He'd received that forgiveness, that man in the film, and he gave it away. It, incredible. Incredible. So a few things about forgiveness then. The first thing we, I, I, I would say is this, in just in the brief few moments, is this. Forgiveness is the foundation for friendship with God. When Jesus uttered those words on the cross, he put in place the very foundation for relationship. Obviously, love is the key for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Absolutely, that is true. But we see in forgiveness a foundational principle of life for relationship with God. It's that important. It's a foundation. Without foundations, the house collapses. Without the foundation of forgiveness that we're forgiven by God and we forgive those around us, the house of our relationship with God will collapse around you. Just as you need a foundation for a house or a home or a building in those parts of the world where the earthquake comes and the foundations aren't being built in the right... Everything comes tumbling down. Jesus talks about building your life on the rock. The rock is Christ, absolutely true. But when Jesus uttered those words on the cross, when he uttered those words on the cross, as he was going through that degradation, as he went through the abandonment, as he went through the pain, as he took the sin of the world, he was basically saying, Father, forgive them. He put in place foundation for a friendship, a relationship with God. It's interesting, the video that we looked at earlier on, it's, um, it talks about a friendship that came out of forgiveness. Those two men in the film, one who drove into someone's family and the person that then, then forgave them for driving into the family, they became friends. They never set out to be friends, but it came out of forgiveness. But friendship with God, a relationship with God, to be called the sons and daughters of God, it comes out of us being forgiven by God, through Jesus Christ, and us giving forgiveness away to feel forgiven. Michael D.L. Moody said this, The voice of sin is loud, the voice of forgiveness is louder. The voice of sin is loud, but the voice of forgiveness is louder. Forgiveness is the foundation for a relationship with Jesus Christ. He forgives us completely and utterly. Nothing that you and I could do. And now releases us to forgive all of those around us. Forgiveness is the foundation for friendship with God. Second thing that um, I I would say is this. So it's that important. It is that important. Without foundation, everything crumbles. If you want a relationship with God, we've got to receive forgiveness of Jesus Christ. Second thing is, um, in the economy of the kingdom of God, Forgiveness is a free gift. In the kingdom of God... We, we all think about the economy of our nation. We're all getting worried again as China starts to go into an economic downturn. And the price of oil has gone the lowest it's ever been in, I don't know, 30 years or whatever it is. And we're all worried about the economy. Well, in the kingdom of God, in the rule of God, in the place of a relationship with God, in the kingdom of God, in the economy of God, forgiveness is a free gift. To be forgiven by God is a matter of grace we cannot earn it that's why you can't be so good that you can't receive it and you can't be so bad that you can't receive it forgiveness is a free gift it's the gift of god wrapped up in his son jesus christ god wants us to come back into a relationship with him and he does that by forgiving us through his son jesus christ so forgiveness is a free gift in the economy of the kingdom of god it saves us from the expense of anger Bitterness, guilt, and pain. They're expensive things. Anger, bitterness, guilt, pain, oppression, depression, heartache, whatever you want to say. The list could go on. Forgiveness is the free gift and it saves us from the expense of all those things. In the story of the unforgiving servant in Matthew 18... Um, when the master who forgives the servant of, a, of a, a, a massive debt, it's worth millions of pounds, and then the servant goes up to another fellow servant and says, give me a few pounds now and starts to throttle him. The master throws the unforgiving servant into prison where there was weeping, gnashing of teeth and frightened, it was a frightening place, a horrible place to be. There's a price to unforgiveness and that price, it's expensive. It's, it's been jailed with anger, bitterness Guilt and pain. You see, forgiveness frees. Forgiveness releases us. Nelson Mandela said this. I wasn't there when he said this. I've picked it up. I read a story about his forgiveness. And this is what he said. As I walked out the door toward my freedom, after many years of being incarcerated, he says, I knew that if I did not leave all the anger and hatred and bitterness behind, that I would still be in prison. The free gift of forgiveness, it frees. Being forgiven by God can change your life forevermore. Well, it will change your life forevermore. You'll feel a different person. Not that we just go on feelings, but you'll be released from a huge burden of guilt and sin and angriness and bitterness and pain. Forgiveness frees us. Do you know, studies by the Mayo Clinic in the USA, so in the United States of America, there's a non-profit organization called the Mayo Clinic. They, they run different hospitals and healthcare systems uh, throughout the United States, and they've done research into the power of forgiveness. And in the, So according to the Mayo Clinic, they've said things like this. Forgiveness, uh, so we've talked about it freeing us, okay, spiritually, so listen to this. But also, there are Physical benefits to forgiveness. So, according to the Mayo Clinic and their research, and lots of other papers on research from psychologists uh, and clinicians, it improves our mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Mentally, we will improve. We won't be riddled with a sense of guilt or or a a depressed mood. Emotionally, we get released from those things that bite us and grind us down. And it's a well-known fact now that what they call psychosomatic illness, the illness that is caused by emotion and thinking, can affect the way our body reacts through high blood pressure, the heart, you name it. It Also aches and pains and arthritis and lots of other things. It's not the only reason of arthritis, but it can cause. There's lots of many reasons for these things. But so forgiveness frees... But forgiveness also brings a sense of health and well-being. So forgiveness is so incredibly important in our lives. Finally, just so, uh, uh, finally, so... Forgiveness is a foundation for friendship. Forgiveness in the economy is a free gift and it releases us from the expense of anger and bitterness, which then frees our lives. It's according to Nelson Mandela, the way he acted, reacted, and then led as a president that South Africa didn't go through certain things of a bloodbath at that time because of the power of forgiveness. Most historians will probably put that down in the future. Finally... Forgiveness is reciprocal. It can sort of bounce back. There's a bounce back effect with forgiveness and unforgiveness, for that matter. There's a principle of it being reciprocal, almost. We've been forgiven much as Christians. Therefore, God calls us to release that. I've shared that earlier on. But likewise, when we withhold forgiveness it appears that we are also held, imprisoned in heart and mind. So uh, with anger, with bitterness, with pain. In fact, it's more than that. Let me read you a few verses. Uh, When it talks about forgiveness in Matthew um, chapter 6 verses 14, we read, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not Forgive your sins. A bit later on in that same chapter, chapter 6, verse 36, we read the principle. It says, be merciful just as your Father is merciful. So it wasn't being tit for tat. If you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. It's the principle of mercy. God is merciful. He forgives you and I completely, abandoned, utterly. He calls us, therefore, to live this Abandoned life, an attitude of heart, of mercy to those around. That was displayed in the 10-minute the film that we saw, which was incredible, of the, the youth pastor that forgave the young fireman that crashed into his family. There's something reciprocal and powerful in the place of forgiveness. And so if we hold unforgiveness in the end up, it holds us. We end up bound held by something, a memory, a person, a thing that we just don't seem to be able to let go. We might forget about it, but when the chips are down, when life stinks, when things go wrong, it seems to come back up. But if we can let go and let God and say, God, into your hands. And this is what Jesus did. He said, Father, forgive them. And then later on, on the cross, he said, into your hands, I give you my life, my spirit. And Forgiveness is the foundation for life. It's not easy. I am a work in progress with forgiveness. So I have days where I find that very hard. We all will and we all do at times. But in the same way that Jesus says the foundation for relationship is forgiveness. He said, Father, into your hands I give my, my life, my spirit. He calls us to do the same thing. Into your hands, that person that's harmed me, that circumstance that's been said to me, this thing that's happened or that's going on right now, into your hands I give you my life, that person, that circumstance. Nelson Mandela did just that in his own way. The man in the film, the father in the film did that with the young man that was the... He fell asleep at the wheel. As we close this morning... Let's pray, Holy Spirit, we started this morning by welcoming the person of the Holy Spirit so that we might be filled afresh. As we close this morning, let's welcome the Holy Spirit that we might be filled afresh. Let's pray, Holy Spirit, help me, help me be like Jesus. Help me forgive like Jesus. Let's pray together, shall we? As we close this morning, Heavenly Father, we thank you, we love you, we worship you. We thank you that you so love the world, that you gave your one and only Son, that whoever believes in you might not perish, be forgiven, and have everlasting life. And so now this morning, we want to say thank you. We love you. We adore you. We want to honour you. We open our hearts to you. And we pray, just as we welcomed you, Holy Spirit, at the very beginning of this morning, we pray in the Spirit right now. Holy Spirit, will you help me forgive like Jesus? Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you said, I won't leave you as orphans, I won't leave you alone. I'll send the Holy Spirit to be with you and in you. Thank you, greater is he that is in us than he who is in the world through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are in us. We're in Christ this morning. And so our prayer is, Holy Spirit, would you help me, help us forgive like you. Heavenly Father, see our hearts and our minds. You know the things that we might be struggling with right now. You might know what's going through our hearts at this very moment. I don't know. I can't say. I can't make, but you call us, you draw us, you love us, you embrace us, and you call us to say, come follow me, come with me, and I will walk with you. We thank you for that this morning, and we pray that you will now empower us, Holy Spirit, give us strength, give us miraculous energy to release that person, that circumstance, that situation. I say, I am Forgive, I release, and I give my life into your hands, Father God. Would you just come right now, Holy Spirit, all around this auditorium, touching people's hearts, minds, our relationships, one with another, with people outside this place, in circumstance, and begin to bring healing, forgiveness, reconciliation, release. I pray for release to come all around this place right now. Pray that no one feel condemned. We release the power of conviction, but there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Thank you for that, Lord Jesus. You don't come and you don't, you don't wield uh, a stick and, and wrap us around the knuckles and say, come on, get your life together. But you draw us, you love us, you embrace us, you call us, you empower us, you strengthen us. To release into your hands, I give you my spirit, Lord. We do that this morning. We release our hearts and lives into your hands. And in the name of Jesus, we pray. Let miracles of release, of forgiveness, be loosed in this place right now, Father. Be loosed from us towards others. Maybe they're not here geographically. Maybe they've gone to the grave right now. But we pray, release. We pray now, let release come healing forgiveness to flow in and through us and amongst us and around us. Give us the energy, the power, the strength. Let miracles of forgiveness begin to be released here in us, around us and from us. Right now we pray in your name and in the name of Jesus we ask. Amen.